Now, obviously, something which I'm going to ask about, which I'm sure you've been, you have been asked about many times, yeah. is Andy Ruiz Jr. I don't want to right. go straight into you both deciding to go separate ways, but I want to go back yeah. to that the entire story, starting off with when the fight was agreed. When the fight was agreed, five weeks notice, what was going through your mind back in, this is the first fight before New York? Yeah, well, when the fight was agreed, we were in a good situation because he had just come off a fight versus Dimitrenko on April 20th. So a week later, we get the call and, you know, we, we, we get the call, Eddie Hearn, that is, telling us that uh, we get, we're going to get the opportunity to fight for the world title versus Joshua. So the fight couldn't have came at a better time again because he had just came up, he had just come off a, a two-month camp for Dimitrenko, tough fighter, durable, and Andy looked great, you know, with his new... He was excited about the whole situation because he had just signed with a, 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 new, a new deal with PVC and Al Heyman. You know, we fight Dimitrenko, looks great, looks good. And then get the fight with Joshua. Again, all we had to do was continue working from what we had, the two-month camp, get a, a tuna fight in between, if you, if you want to call it that, with Dimitrenko. We get the fight a month later with um, with Joshua. A week later, we get the fight. Then we fight a month later because we only pretty much had from four to five weeks to get ready for this fight. It, it was great. The timing was perfect, man. And uh, it's a great shape, right attitude mentally, physically. So, you know, we, we were able to shock the world. Week, week of the fight, I remember I saw Andy on numerous occasions. And one thing everybody always said, he looked so relaxed. I think many people kind of looked at how relaxed he was and maybe took that as a bad sign, maybe overlooked him because he was so relaxed. Uh -huh. What was going through your mind when you saw him in such a, such a, such a state of, of mind? Yeah, I mean, you're relaxed because you're confident because you know you did everything you're supposed to do in the gym. You win your fights in the gym at the end of the day. So that, that allows you to stay relaxed. It allows you to stay confident, you know? During the week of the fight, obviously the press conferences and media workouts and so forth and so on. And uh, but when you're not, it also shows. I remember he took he took a photo. I think it was at a press conference with AJ's belts. And after that, I remember looking yeah. at social media. A lot of people were like, "If that was my belt, I wouldn't be letting him do it." You know, he's got yeah. a point for him. He's got to earn yeah. it. What was it? Was it just? Was he just a, a kind of a mind game almost? Was he you, know what it, you know what it is, man? I mean, it, it, it's just Joshua's a nice guy. Yeah. Plain and simple. Hey, you want to hold the belt? You hold the belts. Why not? He's a good guy. He's a nice guy. I don't believe in superstition. I don't believe in any, any of that, 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 that bull crap, you know. I just think that the better man won that night. Plain and simple. It had nothing to do with me handing you my belts. <laughs> you know, it's just a better man won and the man that, that wanted it the most, the man that, 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 that had a better prep, you know, better preparation and, 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 and the bigger will, if you, and, and, and that's it. Plain and simple. Nothing to do with me handing the belts and bad, bad luck or any of that stuff. It's obviously come to the night of the fight. A lot of people kind of talked about AJ's ring walk and saying, you know, he looked tense and he was having a neck massage in the corner. Did you see that yourself at the time? Was no, you I didn't notice any of that. But what I do appreciate about uh, Joshua is that he, he's never looked for any excuses. Yeah. You know, he won the, he, I'm sorry, he lost the first fight and, and, and he took it like a man. He took it like a champ. That's what I respect about, the, about Joshua. I'm one of his biggest fans. 
I've been a fan of Joshua for the, for the longest time to see, again, since he was an amateur, since I was able to see him win that silver medal and I got a chance to meet him then. Great guy, humble, uh, a down to earth, you know what I mean? And this guy just won a silver medal and he could have been, you know, on cloud nine. This guy, we, we rode the same bus on the way back from the, from the, from the arena to the hotel because Team USA and the British team were in the, in the same, staying in the same hotel. And I couldn't believe it. He just, this guy is sitting in the bus with this, in the bus with his coach, all quiet and everything. It's like, dude, you just won a silver medal. You know what I mean? And he's just down to earth. You know what I mean? Like, great guy. Took a picture with him and everything. And he's never, he's always been the same person. Again, going back to the fight after he lost. Took it like a champ, man. No excuses. The better man won. Nothing to do, you know, with him having a, a nervous breakdown in, a court, in, in the locker room or any of that stuff. And true or not true, we'll, we'll never know. But he's never, he's never used it as an excuse. Just on the fight itself, just on reflection, just break it down for me. When Ruiz got dropped in the third to then go on to drop AJ four times, what was your, your thought process as the rounds were progressing and from the moment that AJ dropped Ruiz? Well, well, look, it's boxing. I've been, I've been doing this for a very long time. It, it ain't over till it's over. It ain't over until the referee says it's, says it's over or, 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 or when, if they count you out. You know, we've seen it time and time again where fighters are, are, you know, they get knocked down, they get back up, and, you know, they're able to turn the fight around. You know, look, look, look at Jose Luis Castillo versus Diego Chico Corrales, right? One of the biggest fights in boxing history where, you know, look at Diego. Not once, but twice, right? Vir virtually, you know, he was already counted out, and he gets back up and he stops some, and he stops Jose Luis Castillo. That's that was incredible. So that just goes to show you that it's never over until it's over. Same situation with Joshua and Andy. He got he got knocked down, got back up like a champ, you know, and then dropped Joshua, and then, then the rest is history. I remember watching you all after as soon as you know the ref stopped the fight and just seeing you all running. Just yeah. talk to me about that emotion when you reflect. Is that, is that your greatest moment in boxing so far? Uh, one of my greatest moments. I've had, I've had a few, but definitely this has, has to be at the top because what we did was incredible. What we did that night, we, we beat Joshua, man. Joshua, again, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, nobody believed in us. Nobody, nobody, everybody, people mocked. They, they mocked us, they, they laughed at us, they, 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 they said it was impossible, but I knew what I was working with at the time. I knew that, um, that Andy was ready and that, uh, uh, that Andy's a special fighter. He's, uh, he's definitely, uh, uh, when he's right, you know what I'm saying? Mentally, when he's right, he can, he can give anybody a run for their money. Obviously, yeah. Some brilliant celebrations on the back of that, and then talks began for the rematch. Everyone's obviously come out since. You know, Ruiz's father, Ruiz himself, said, "You know, he didn't take the camp serious enough. He was partying. He got distracted yeah. by by a new lifestyle that he wouldn't have had before." Right. Just detail to me the preparation that you did have with Andy. What <coughs> did you see that was right or wrong that you could work with him? Well, a lot of ups and downs. It was in the perfect camp. It was nothing like the first fight. You know, again, the, what helped us a lot in the first fight was the fight coming off of the Dimitrenko fight. So he had no time off. He had a week off. When we beat Joshua, he took three months off. 
that, I didn't see him. I'm not his babysitter, you know what I mean? I'm not his dad. I don't live with the guy. I didn't see him. I was in my gym working with my boxers, as I usually am. And I didn't see him until he showed up to the gym. And, you know, we started get, getting things going again. But he, was in, he wasn't in good shape. He wasn't in, he wasn't in a good place, you know? Uh, I think the uh, situation with him winning the, the, the belts and beating Joshua, I think it was very overwhelming for him. And he didn't know how to handle it. And um, it was just too much, too much for him to handle. And uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, we, we didn't uh, – because I, I also take the blame, obviously. I'll take my part of the responsibility. Uh, if, if we lose, if you know, the fighter loses, we all lose as a team, and we all have to hold ourselves accountable. So it was un unfortunate, but um, uh, you know, a lot of uh, again, it wasn't it wasn't a perfect camp. He wasn't a hundred percent, and it showed in it showed in the in, it showed on the scale the day of the weigh-in, and obviously it showed in the fight between. The moment that, say, a couple of weeks after the first fight in New York and, to, and then to him returning to camp ahead of the second fight, how much were you two talking? Did he completely just disappear off the map, just doing his own thing, or were you still in, in talks with him? Yeah, well, I, 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 did, I, did, I did see him on a, on a couple of occasions. Obviously, we visited the president of Mexico together. And, you know, um, maybe a couple more times at the, uh, when he had his parade in his hometown, I was invited to that. And uh, I was invited to other, other type of events, but uh, that's not my cup of tea, man. I mean, my, my, my thing is to be in the gym and, and work, get my boxers ready. So I try to, you know, try to show up to a, a couple of those events. But outside of that, that was it. And I didn't see him. Like I said, I didn't see him for a little while. Uh, uh, it was three months, three months of not training, really not doing anything at all. I mean, I don't know. I mean, his head was in the wrong place. Because I figured when you lose that world, when you lose, when you win that world title, what you want to do is you want to get right back in the gym and, and defend what's yours. You know what I mean? But that, that he was, that wasn't him. You know, he'll tell you. I'm not telling you anything you all, you don't already know. You know what I mean? And uh, it's unfortunate. Hopefully, he'll learn from it, and and uh, and he'll move be able to move on and grow. And like I said, you learn more from your defeats than you do from your wins, and and um, you be become a better man more than anything, a better man, and then and and a better boxer, better fighter. So let's let's touch on that, that week in Saudi venue when you flew out there, and you mentioned the scales. Was you surprised at all that he did come in come in so heavy? Or was you? Yeah, I was very. I knew. I knew about it, obviously, you know, prior to him. I was very embarrassed. I was embarrassed, super embarrassed. I was, like, embarrassed, ashamed. Uh, um, but I did everything. I, honest to God, I did everything I could. I did everything I could to convince him to get him on the right track. But, again, it's up to the fighter. It's, it, you, know, you, you know, I did the best I could. The team, the people around them, we all did the best that could. We could. His father did the best he could, but it wasn't enough. Like I said, his head was in the, in the wrong place. One thing that always interests me is obviously in this situation, in this scenario, when you reflect on, on that period, when it comes to the night of the fight, in your own mind, even though in your interviews during the week, you'll say that mm -hmm. everything's gone very well and you're looking forward to the fight, yeah. do you still know in the back of your mind, this isn't going to go to plan, but you can't say because you can't give Anthony Joshua the edge. 
Of course you can't. You know, you're hopeful and 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 you don't want to lose faith and 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 you know, I I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he was that he was in terrible shape. He wasn't because if he was, he would have gotten knocked out. Plain and simple. He went the whole 12 rounds and he did get clipped by uh by uh by Joshua on a couple of occasions, but he took it well. He took it like a champ because he's got he's got heart, you know, he's got a chin. And he was in decent shape, but he wasn't in great shape. You know what I mean? And it, again, you know, uh, he gave up on the scales and wanting to make the weight, at least to make the same weight that we, you know, uh, that we made the first, the first time. You know, you know what I mean? But, but he just, you know, he stopped. He stopped, in, you know, he was in not, not being consistent, you know, uh, not being at the gym every day, obviously, with the sparring and the work, strength and conditioning, training, and so forth and so on. He was there, but not, 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 not like I expected him, not like I wanted him to be. Because obviously, you know, after the fight, you know, Andy admitted himself, his father admitted that, you know, he wasn't taking it serious enough. He was out partying and uh -huh. what have you. When you sat there in the press conference afterwards, what's going through your mind? How, how tough was that for you to sit there and have to tough, do everything? That was tough. I, I still nod my head. I still scratch my head. And, and I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. I mean, you're on top of the world now. You're a world champion. You know, you, you're supposed to be a good role model. You're supposed to... Uh, uh, we talked about leaving a legacy and being a good role model for all the kids and, 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 and the... Mexican American community in Mexico, all over the world, just in, you know, everybody in, 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 in general, because, you know, uh, uh, I think that we have more in common with Andy than, than, than we as people, that is, we have more in common with Andy than we do with someone like Anthony Joshua. You know what I mean? If you look at Joshua, oh, wow, you know, he's, he's, he's a specimen of a man, you know, he's built, he's ripped. And you look at Andy, I was like, man, look at this guy. If this fat boy can do it, I can do it. You know, so he makes people believe. And that's what I wanted for the second fight, you know. I wanted to continue that. But unfortunately, like I said, he was in a different different situation. Different, his head was in the wrong place. When, when you flew back from Saudi, what was your interactions like with Andy? How often were you guys speaking? And now we weren't speaking at all. Uh, we spoke in Saudi Arabia, and once we got back to California, he went his way, I went my way. I was right back in the gym again the following day, and he just fell fell off the, the radar. I, I sent him a message on, an, on uh, uh, once to wish him a Merry Christmas. This was before Christmas, obviously, like several weeks before, a couple of weeks before Christmas, and and. Uh, he probably didn't get back to him, back at me until probably after Christmas, <laughs> you know, and uh, that was it. I figured I seen it coming, though. I seen it coming, you know, uh, um, from not not only from Andy, but from from the team itself, you know, the father and and a couple other people that uh, another person that was um, part of the team that I, I just seen it coming uh, on the way back from Saudi. Uh, I just, I, 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 I got it. I got it. We're like, man, this is a, this is a, we're not, we're not gonna, this isn't going any place. You know what I mean? And obviously as a coach, if you can't convince a fighter, if you can't, then, you know, if you, 
uh, if you don't, if you have a body, nobody, nobody as a coach, nobody wants to work with a fighter that's that disciplined. Nobody wants to work with a fighter that's willing, not willing to put in the work. You know what I mean? I, for one, you know, you never, you don't lose faith in your boxers, but it should, if you don't want it, then, you know, either you're hot or you're cold, but you can't be warm. You know, you can't be a half-ass. So, and that was the situation. So again, as I said, I, I seen it coming and it was only a matter of time and, until the dad reached out to me to, to talk to me and say that, you know, that they were moving on, that they were going to, you know, not work with me any longer. And I took it, I took it well, I took it like a chat, you know, God bless you. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. And that was it. When, obviously I've, I've read numerous different things about it, that it was Andy Ruiz's father that got in touch with you to tell you that we was going to go separate ways and that he was from Al Hyman's orders that he wanted Andy yeah, to go to elsewhere. That's not true. Just tell me, talk to me about all that. Just actually explain to me how everything unfolded. No, no, it was simple. I mean, he, he called me one day and he said that he wanted to meet with me to, you know, talk to me. And I, I figured, okay, I need, like I said, I had, I seen it coming and he wasn't calling me to go out and have lunch. You know what I'm saying? And so I told him I'm at the gym, you know where to find me. So he shows up to the gym to talk to me and to let me know that Al Heyman, you know, said that he, he, you know, he, he didn't want Andy. He didn't want the same thing to happen to Andy again. So I, I kind of figured, all right, so I guess he doesn't want him to be a world champion again, right? Because that's what happened. And, and uh, the first time anyway. But I knew that wasn't true. I knew that it was his way out because... When we won the world title, the dad told me that, that hey, listen, we're, stick, we're sticking with you until the end. You know, we're sticking with you until the end. We're not, that this is it. Like, of course we won, you know. Andy told me that, that Andy Jr., that is, told me that I was the best coach, the best boxing coach he'd ever had. The dad, on the other hand, told me that they were sticking with me until the end. But obviously when the loss came, when the defeat came, when, you know, Everything changes, you know, and it's people, man. That's how it is. So, uh, you know, that's just it's the nature of the business. And so I guess it was easy for the, for the dad to blame it on someone else as opposed to say, you know what? It's my decision. It's our decision. That could have been better, right, to, to move on. And I would have respected that much more than, than to – you know, make something up like saying that Al Heyman had said that because I worked with several Al Heyman fighters. So it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Here I am working with another five or six boxers, you know, of that, that you manage, but it doesn't make any sense that, well, I don't want you work with this guy specifically, you know? And then I got a call from, from someone within the Al Heyman circle to, to, tell me otherwise to, to tell me the truth to say hey listen now would not never say anything like that he would never never get involved in any of that so and i believe that despite the success that you both had on that night in new york and before that what was it like how disheartening was it to not have andy ruiz jr himself come and have this conversation with you 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 know what uh it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hold any grudges. Uh, Andy reached out to me recently. I want to say a couple of weeks ago, he, he reached out to me and he didn't call me, but he did send me, uh, uh, he sent me a text message apologizing for his behavior and, 
and and you know he found himself in a bad place he you know he was he wasn't thinking correctly you know I'm, i don't want to get too much into detail but he did apologize he did apologize and i i, I told him hey listen champ we're good man you know i uh, i have nothing but love for you i wish you nothing but the best you know you there yep. sorry i wish you nothing but the best uh um uh, you know and god bless you and and you know, i want to see you back on top again so when you when you guys split did you feel like maybe it was kind of trying to take the spotlight away from andy put more of a blame onto you as to why things didn't work out i don't know i don't know because see the the, the what one, one thing i do respect about andy is that after the fight after the defeat at, during the press conference he took to blame him the blame on himself and i respect that from him you know what i mean i i, I said hey listen I, he stood out there and he told the whole world that he that he effed up and that I, i i respect from andy because he he blamed no one in his team but himself and uh but then again you know you stop and you think that um uh, i did the best i could but maybe i could have done better i don't know i don't know um i i you know i always say this i always say this to my boxer look man anything can happen in the ring you know uh but i'll tell you what uh it's never if we you know we may win we may lose but it's never going to be for lack of preparation you know it's never going to be for lack of discipline or lack of not being ready if they beat us they beat us cuz they're better not not because we didn't prepare but unfortunately that was in the case you know with andy that is unfortunately i did the best i could to fix that but you know and not lose hope not lose faith obviously throughout camp but uh, i mean you know it is what it is i'll say on on the back of your split when he's teamed up with eddie reno so what do you make of that move for andy cool i mean it's it's great i mean you know good for andy you know he's he's the, uh what do you call it um you know reynoso's going through a good phase right now he's got the best fighter in the world and canelo alvarez so you know it's cool i mean um i said this before i it's it's about andy it's you know what does andy want you know cuz we as coaches well, i'm you know i'm not going to get up in the morning to run for andy reynoso's not going to get up in the morning to run for andy reynoso's not going to babysit andy especially knowing he's got someone like canelo or i mean and i mean he's not when he's not going to try to convince them the fighters already have, the fighters he's got to be convinced you know we're not talking to a little kid here you know what i'm saying we're talking to a grown adult you want it or you don't you want it let's go get it and if you don't we'll get out the way you know and that's the situation with andy i mean now he's new coach you know uh, again you know uh, rain also uh and now you know he's just got has to has to discipline himself to to show up every day and to 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 get back what he once had you know it's going to be tough especially knowing that you know Tyson Fury's a world champion WBC now Joshua got his belts back so we're looking at that possibly being a fight and then you got the rematch clause with between Tyson Fury and Wilder so who knows what can happen you know but um it won't be easy but it's possible 
Also, just to move away from Ruiz, then on to you know, points that you've just mentioned. There, you mentioned Wilder Fury free. They've got that rematch, and uh-huh. Anthony Joshua has to face Kubrat Pulev. What are your thoughts on both their fights? If we was to see Wilder Fury free and AJ Pulev, well, I I personally uh, would uh, if I if I was um, if I was with Wilder, if I was his coach, I would probably skip the fight versus. Tyson Fury, I, I know they have a rematch clause, and maybe maybe take some time off and go back to the drawing board, you know, uh, maybe maybe get a couple tuna fights and then fight the winner of Joshua versus Tyson Fury, uh, uh, and uh, he's got to go back to the drawing board, man. He's got to go back to, uh, I've I've said this before, what Joshua, what uh, Walter needs is a teacher. He needs a teacher. He's got to go back to the fundamentals, man. Go back to go back to uh, uh, basics and, you know, uh, developing those skills, sharpening up on those skills. Uh, um, and then fight again, you know, skip, skip the, the rematch and fight the winner of uh, Fury and, uh, and, and Wilder. I would love to see Wilder versus Fury. I would, who doesn't want to see that fight, right? And, uh, and then after that, again, as I said, uh, for Wilder to fight the winner. Joshua Fury, for British boxing fans, we'd love to see the potential undisputed heavyweight champion being from Britain. Everybody would love to see it over here. In your opinion, if we was to see that fight, who do you think would win and how do you think it would play out? Hey, listen, you said for, for, for British fans, uh, for all of boxing fans, buddy, here in America, it's just like, man, who doesn't want to see that fight, right? I was, I was present when, when, uh, when Fury be- defeated uh, uh, Waller. As you know, uh, uh, Charles Martin was a co-main event, so I was lucky enough to be there that night. Um, and who would win that fight? Man, it's uh, it's tough to say. You know why? Because I'm a big, again, as I said, I've, I've always been a huge uh, 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 Anthony Joshua fan, but you got to give credit where credit is due. Man. What Tyson Fury did that night and beating, uh, being able to beat uh, Wilder, and not only beat him, but the way he beat him that night. Ooh, man, and, you know, uh, uh, it was it was great, and it was great for boxing. Uh, I never thought that Tyson Fury would be able to knock out uh, Wilder. I said, people ask me, who do you think will win? Well, I say, Wilder by knockout or Fury by decision, but not not by knockout, and that's exactly what he did, man. He just manhandled uh, well, he took that right hand away from Wilder. And if you take that right hand away from Wilder, you pretty much take away about 80% of his arsenal. You know what I mean? Because he's, he's got a huge right hand. And that's what I mean by him going back to, to the fundamentals of boxing and, and, you know, working behind a jab and, 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 and uh, you know, uh, developing him more of a, as, a, as a boxer. I still think you can do that with Wilder. Uh, and... Tyson Fury shocked the world, man. You know, and obviously we all know what uh, what what uh, Joshua can do, and he he, you know, what he did versus Andy to go out there and stick and move and use the jab and use that ring generalship. I mean, I man, he, now he 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 shows you he showed the world that he can fight on his toes. You know what I mean? That he can box. That he you don't necessarily have to stand in front of a fighter and duke it out when you can when you can box. 
Manny, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you. And I know I've kept you for probably longer than what you thought, but it's been a privilege to spend this time with you. Stay safe, and I hope you, you and your family come through everything at the minute unscathed and everybody's healthy. Before I let you leave to enjoy the rest of your day, though, what would you like to say to everyone who watches that interview? Well, hey, listen, to continue to follow you. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you have a great show, and uh, I get some great questions, and I appreciate that. You know, you know how to... You know how to ask questions, so you you know you're doing a pretty good job yourself. And and I had a good time. I had a great time, and uh, we'll do it again sometime. Manny, I appreciate that. One hundred percent, we will do this again very soon. Stay safe, as I say, and I'll hopefully speak to you soon. Thank you for speaking to Boxing Social. Okay, right on. Thank you, Boxing Social.